Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is going to be all about contracts. Do you really need one? And when do you actually need a contract in your business? But first, I am really excited to announce the Legalpreneur Pro Bono Grant. This is a grant sponsored by my law firm, Andrea Sager Law, and Over the next five weeks, we will be giving away to two businesses a free trademark search and application. This has over an $1,800 value, and it could massively impact a business. And this is specifically for small businesses. If you are interested in applying for this grant, go to andreasager.com slash pro bono, and it'll be linked here in the show notes. I'm really excited about this. I've been spending a lot of time thinking about the best way to give back during this period, because if you really know me, you know that I am extremely passionate about small business owners, and I know that it's really a tough time right now. It's hard, so I'm doing my part in giving back by providing free trademark searches and applications, which is how you actually protect your brand identity. I'm really excited. I hope you are too. Feel free to share this with any business owner friends that you know. There is some eligibility criteria, but if you're a business owner, you can probably apply. Just go to andreasager.com slash pro bono. Okay. So speaking of this period, what do I mean by this period? Well, I'm talking about COVID-19, the quarantines, the shutdowns, you know, businesses not being able to make money. So what's going on during this period? I have been swamped. I mean, absolutely swamped with contract issues. It's because of the friendly clause called the force majeure clause, also known as the act of God clause or impossibility, impracticability. If any of those things are in your contract, then you may be covered by this provision. So what exactly does it mean? Well, if you have a force majeure clause, then it means If an act of God happens or if something beyond either party's control happens, such as the COVID-19 pandemic and the shutdowns, then neither party is liable for not fulfilling their end of the contract. So where I have seen this come up a lot is with events. Originally, a lot of cities and states held that you couldn't host an event over 250 people, or then it got to over 50 people. And now it's just like everybody has to stay home. So it's gradually gone down. But originally, when it was around 250 people, I had quite a few clients that were hosting large events towards the end of March and April. Obviously, those events were canceled. Well, luckily they had force majeure clauses, so they weren't held liable for 
the event, even though they had entered the contract, they didn't have to host the event, at least not during this time. Well, so what does that mean? Who gets their money back? Who gets a refund? Like what happens? So for uh, several of my clients, the event center or the hotel, they did not want to give a refund to my client, even though it was 100% illegal to host the event. Well, I was telling my clients what to say, trying to avoid escalating the matter to me, their attorney. But eventually I was just like, you know what? This is crap. So I sent an email and I said, Hey, I represent so-and-so. I would love to hop on a phone call to discuss this issue with you. And lo and behold, I did not even have to get on a phone call because Everybody that I emailed said, oh, you know what? We'll just go ahead and give them a refund. That's the power that I have sometimes, you guys. I wish it was always that easy. It's definitely not. But the hotels knew they were doing wrong, and they knew they were trying to bully my clients around. But luckily, they had me in their corner, and I simply just had to send an email. Well, unfortunately, on the other side of that, I've also had clients that have had to give refunds because they did not have a proper force majeure clause in place. So in particular, I have a photographer. She didn't have a proper force majeure clause in place and clients started offering refunds. And she came to me and she was wondering, hey, Andrea, do I really have to refund these people or can we just postpone? So I dug through her contract try to find, you know, some way for her to keep the money to at least reschedule. And she wanted to still fulfill her end of the bargain, still provide the photography, but obviously it couldn't happen during March or April. Unfortunately, the client did have the option to get that refund because she did not have a proper force majeure clause in place. So she has had to refund up to like $20,000 now. So I don't want that to happen to you guys. So the question is, do you need a contract? Absolutely. Yes, you always need a contract. No matter what type of business you have, you always need contracts. Then there's many contracts that you need as a business owner. Number one, if you have a website, you need terms and conditions and a privacy policy. Always, always have those two on your website. Now, if you are a product-based business you may not have every person that purchases from your website sign a contract. However, you do want to make sure all of your terms of purchase are somewhere either in your actual terms of service for the full website or somewhere around the checkout page where they can read the terms when they check out because that is a binding contract. Now, if you're a service provider, you want a service contract for the clients that you're serving. This can be also on your website in the terms. However, you can also have them sign a contract, which is very helpful, especially if you have people that try to issue chargebacks and request refunds. They don't get those refunds if you have in your contract, hey, I'm not giving you a refund. Now there's many ins and outs of contracts. So don't think this is the end of it. This is just a broad overview of contracts and the big issue that I've been encountering lately. So other contracts that you need, no matter if you are a product-based business or a service-based business, if you have employees, you need an employee contract. If you have 
contractors that you work with, you, you know, you contract out work, you need a contract with those independent contractors. I don't care if you are working with your best friend of 12 years, that's even more reason to have a contract in place, a written contract in place. And it's not anything that is meant to screw somebody over. Literally a contract is there to make sure both parties know what their rights and duties are and what each person has to do to fulfill their end of the contract. I do it for every single one of my clients. They get an engagement agreement, which is my contract laying out what I am doing for them. And quite frankly, it's very, very helpful for me because sometimes I have so much going on. I don't remember exactly what I said I was going to do for the client, but then I go back to the engagement agreement. I look at it and I say, oh yeah, this is what I'm doing for the client. So it's very helpful for many, many, many reasons. And there are a number of contracts that you need as a business owner. So don't think it's something scary. It's not. And it's not something that you're trying to screw somebody over with. Cause I've had clients come to me and they say, you know, I'm scared to use a contract because I don't want the other party to think I'm trying to pull one over on them. No, that's not what you're trying to do. You're just trying to make sure both parties understand everything that's involved. I do know that there are people out there that try to throw something in there to pull one over, but that's not what I'm trying to do for you. And I hope that's not what you're trying to do because I am trying to help business owners, not help them screw somebody over. Anyways, I digress. Contracts, use one, use one for everything possible and make sure you have the proper force majeure clause in place. Now, I know many of you are thinking, okay, well, do I need a template or can I, you know, do I have to have a custom contract? What's actually binding? So the answer is yes, you can use a template, but you need to make sure the person that drafted the contract put the right provisions in place. Because I know I have many clients that have used templates in the past, but they don't have the right provisions. So If you're using templates, you definitely want to make sure they have the right provisions in place. And even if you download a template and just have an attorney look over it, that's a lot cheaper than probably paying several hundred dollars for a contract. But there's many small business attorneys out there that draft custom contracts that aren't an arm and a leg. So for us, some of our contracts start at 350. Most are 450 to 800, but still they're not that costly. And if you're a serious business owner, it's definitely worth it to have an actual attorney draft your contracts for you to make sure there are no loopholes. Because I guarantee you have clients that are actively looking for ways to get out of paying you. But if you have a rock solid contract, then that's not going to happen. All right, folks, I'm getting off my soapbox here. I hope you guys enjoyed this quick little episode about contracts. Number one rule, use them. Don't forget about the pro bono grant. We're giving away 10 trademark searches and applications to enter. All you have to do is go to andreasager.com slash pro bono, and you will be entered to win a free trademark search and application. We're giving away 10 total. And actually we may give away more depending on how many applications we have. I just have no idea what to expect from this, but if I get 5 million applications then I'll be giving away some more, (laughs) but Seriously, you guys, go enter to win, share it with a friend, and make sure you rate and subscribe the podcast. Alrighty, I'll see you guys next time. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner. 
And it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.